DK got the toss because the pack showed the Seahawks who was boss. The Rams and Cardinals looked bad. Some backup running backs went mad. And the Lions finally didn't suffer a loss. Welcome to the Mishpo. Alright everybody, welcome to the week 11 episode of the Mishpo. Um, first up, uh, it's good to be back. Thank you to Lincoln, T-Corn, and Michael for filling in last week. You guys did a pretty good job. Um, their power rankings maybe were a bit questionable, but uh, you know, overall, it was good. So, thanks. I am back in Wisconsin after being out of the state for over a week, so I thought I'd go to a Wisconsin Classic, some spotted cow here. So, uh, let's get into it. Okay, a little bit of business, I guess. Um, I did send out that poll last week um, regarding moving the playoff start and the trade deadline back. I did message in the chat um, on Sleeper that I did indeed move it back one week. So, playoffs will start in week 15, go 15, 16, 17. And the trade deadline is week 11. So, I believe after this week... There will be no more trading, so since it is week 11. So get your final trades in now. And uh, we sure had a lot of trades leading up to this week, including probably the biggest trade we've had ever in this league, uh, involving the most pieces. I believe it had 13 different picks and players involved. Um, but we'll get to that in a second. First up, Adam traded Rob Gronkowski, Cordell Patterson, and Sterling Shepard to Bruce for Mike Davis, Chris Carson, Dallas Goddard, and Russell Gage. Well, Cordell Patterson is uh, probably, he's been the most consistent out of all these guys and the least injured, which had changed now, obviously, this week with him getting injured a bit. So, you know, that changes things a bit. Uh, but Rob Gronkowski has obviously been out a while. Same with... Um, Chris Carson, Mike Davis has kind of been a non-factor this season, along with Russell Gage. Um, Dallas Goddard has been pretty solid lately, um, also did get injured, and then Sterling Shepard obviously has got some injury issues as well. Overall, I thought it was a pretty even trade. Um, if Chris Carson comes back and performs the way that he had been earlier in the season, obviously that would change things. Um, but I do think right now it's pretty even. I gave Adam a B- and Bruce a B+. Moving on to the next trade, Derek traded J.D. McKissick and Amon Ross St. Brown to Michael for Brandon Bolden, Cole Komet, and Marquez Callaway. Amon Ra hasn't really done too much this year. A couple of decent weeks in there, but uh, he is a rookie, so we'll give that to him. Brandon Bolden, I don't even know how old that guy is. Uh, I guess, I, Derek, you just put him on the trade block not too long ago. He is uh, 31 years old, so I'm um, getting up there in age. Um... After this week, I'm not sure if he's going to be a factor at all with Ramondre Stevenson's big performance, and then obviously Damian Harris will be coming back eventually. And then J.D. McKissick, he's been uh, pretty good, um, probably getting a little bit more work this past uh, couple weeks than Antonio Gibson, which is probably why Michael wanted him. And then Cole Komet, Marquez Callaway. Uh, Callaway, I believe, just had a pretty decent game, and then Komet's been... Uh, kind of fluctuating, but, you know, he's got a bright future ahead of him. This one also I thought was kind of even. I gave Derek a B on this one and Michael a C+. <sighs> All right, now on to the biggest trade of the week by far and possibly of all time in this league, a three-way trade between me, Joe, I'm Joey, between me, Derek, and T-Corn. Um, also, side note, it seems like all of the three-way trades are just between the three of us, so if anyone else wants to jump in, just let it be known, and I'm sure 
that uh, it can be done. So we'll break through this down real quick. Uh, first, for me, I traded away Teddy Bridgewater, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Jerry Judy, a 2022 fifth round pick and a 2022 ninth round pick. And I received Mark Ingram, Tim Patrick, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Hurts, a 2022 seventh round pick in a 2022 eighth round pick. So got a little bit worse picks. Don't have that fifth anymore, obviously. I had, a, that was a fifth actually from Colin that I made or got in a trade earlier this season. So I still have a fifth, um, but now I have double sevenths and double eighths. Obviously no longer a ninth, but um, I would say Deontay is an improvement from Amari. Uh, clearly the lead receiver there in uh, Pittsburgh um, not the greatest quarterback situation, obviously, in Pittsburgh, but pretty good. Um, I clearly, I think, upgraded Jalen from Teddy, Jerry, Judy, and Tim Patrick. Obviously, same team. Um, but I think I do think Judy is a better receiver, um, but Tim Patrick has been used quite a bit. Kenny Galladay has been injured this season. Um, he is a good receiver, obviously, but his team situation not as good this year as it was last year. And then Mark... Andrews, or Mark Ingram, um, obviously, uh, back up over there in New Orleans, but uh, with with uh, uh, Alvin Kamara out this week, I felt that was a good trade to make to get him, and he proved to be pretty valuable for me, so um, I ended up giving myself a B plus. Moving us on to what Derek did, Derek traded away Tim Patrick, Deontay Johnson, Jalen Hurts, a 20... 20- and a 2022 10th round pick and received Teddy Bridgewater, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Jerry Judy, and a 2022 9th round pick. Um, so moved up one round for the picks there. Um, gave away one less player than received, so he ended up dropping someone. I'm not sure who that was at the moment, but um, Jerry Judy and Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay um, just kind of talked about the three of them, but Amari is still pretty solid, I think. Um, and Jerry Judy coming back from injury, he's been slowly getting some increased workload. And then Kenny Galladay, you know, maker, I don't really know what to make of him. Um, but, you know, with the injuries and everything, the new team. But uh, if he can get things together, I think he'll definitely have a solid rest of the season. Um, but not sure. He's kind of up in the air, as I said. And then Teddy Bridgewater, decent quarterback. But I think Jalen obviously has the upper hand there. Overall, though, I did, did give Derek a B- minus on this trade. Moving us on to T-Corn. T-Corn, he traded away Mark Ingram, a 2022 7th and a 2022-8th. And he received a 2022 5th and a 2022-10th. Well, um, obviously improved on picks there. He did go back, obviously, from those two to the 10th, but went up to the 5th. So good for him there. And then traded away Mark Ingram. Um, he didn't really need him on his team, I believe. And then he actually ended up with that open roster spot, t- picking up uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who did pretty good last week, um, even better than Mark Ingram. But he definitely has someone to compete with uh, when Brant, when um, what's his face comes back from injury, which may happen this week. Not sure, but we're not really talking about him right now. We're talking about this trade. Um, but yeah, um, T-Corn didn't really need Mark Ingram and just got rid of him and got some better picks. So I gave T-Corn an A for this trade. Whew, I need a quick drink after that one. That was a lot of business right there. Alrighty, moving us on to the final trade, um, from the past week. Bruce traded Tyreek Hill and Cordero Patterson to Fiala for Jamison Crowder, Travis Etienne, and Michael Carter. Um, this trade kind of confused me a little bit because I thought that Cordero and Tyreek were the two best players in this trade. And uh, obviously Etienne is out for the season, so that was a bit confusing. Um, I took it to mean 
Bruce was maybe trying to target more for the future. I'm not sure really what he sees in Jameson um, with him being on the Jets. Um, obviously, he's not terrible, but, um, you know, no, he's not a Tyreek Hill or a Cordero Patterson. And then Michael Carter um, has been kind of showing that he's got some legs in this league. Uh, obviously, a rookie there, but, uh, you know, like I said, no Cordero or Tyreek. So Bruce is definitely, he's set for maybe, maybe a couple keepers right there. Um, and then Fiala, obviously, with one of the best receivers in football, and then Cordero Patterson is kind of a jack-of-all-trades, maybe trying to replace Calvin Ridley. Well, not replace, but, you know, Calvin's been out, um, so Cordero will maybe fill that spot for him. Um, I gave Bruce an A-, minus, or sorry, a B- minus for this trade, and I gave Fiala an A for this trade. So that'll do it for this past week's trades. That was probably the longest time we spent talking about transactions in a while. But yeah, that was it. Moving on to the game recaps. First up, State first Joey. You know, this matchup, looking at it as we were coming in, didn't really think it was going to be all too close. And actually, I was on a plane when the weeks when this week's matchup started, so I had really no idea for the first like game or so how I was doing. And I was pleasantly surprised when I was when we landed, as I was beating State by about 50 points. I did end up beating him 129.42 to 93.08, and 83% of people got that one correct. Moving us on to Fiala versus Brian, probably the highest scoring matchup of the week. Um, both teams scored above 130 points, and it was kind of an upset here. Brian got the win 151.74 to 131.44. Um, that's probably Brian's highest score on the season so far, but it was not the highest scoring team on the week. So we'll get to that right now. Abby versus Adam. By far the biggest blowout of the week. Um, a difference of over 100 points. So pretty crazy. Abby, spoiler alert, won this. She could have probably benched half her team and still won. Um, let's see, actually. it's If she would have started just uh, Stefan Diggs and Debo Samuel, she would have beaten Adam. So she literally could have benched the rest of her team and been fine and still won, but man, that just that's crazy how those receivers are doing on your team there, Abby. But starting two guys would have beat Ab Adam. Anyways, um, yeah, final score for this one: 161.48 to 54.14. 83% of people somehow got that one correct. I can't believe people did not pick Abby on this one at Tcorn, but uh, that was that. Moving us on to Caleb versus Sam, a decently much closer matchup and a much low-scoring matchup. Both teams under 90 points. We'll just jump into it. Caleb got the win here, 88.22 to 77.74, and 67% of people got that one correct. Moving us on to the closest matchup of the week, we've got Lincoln versus Michael. Uh, Lincoln, obviously, one of the top teams, and Michael kind of right there in the middle. Had a good start of the season, but it's kind of been pitter-pattering lately. As I said, much closer matchup than any of the other matchups this week. A uh, difference of about four points, but Lincoln did get the win here. 101.02 to 96.16, and 100% of people got that one correct. Almost 0%, but Lincoln was able to pull out the victory there. Moving us on to Colin versus Derek. One of the lowest scoring matchups on the week. Probably pretty close to that Sam-Caleb matchup. And, uh, you know, we'll just jump into this one too. 
Uh, Derek, I believe here, got the victory. Yeah, Derek got the victory 90.54 to 73.2, and only 33% of people got that one correct. So very, not very many. Moving us on to the final matchup, T-Corn versus Bruce. Another decently high-scoring matchup. Um, both teams above 110 points. Again, not too much more to talk about this one. Uh, T-Corn got the win here, 122.7 to 110.94. And 83% of people got that one correct. For the week, uh, last week and this week, we actually had two people get 100% of the picks correct, as well as, obviously, their luck and upset. So last week, the team that got the most, or the guy who, who or girl, but they were both guys. State Farm got eight points last week, and Brian got eight points this week. Um, so both of them went perfect uh, for their picks. For the season, State is still winning uh, for points with 53, and he has the best average with 5.9. So almost six picks correct per week, or six points per week, which is pretty impressive. Um, so that was last week's matchups. Alrighty, moving us on to the power rankings. This week for the power rankings, actually, there is a um, not unheard of situation, but a situation in which we've got three teams tied for last in this league. And it's a bit surprising because last week, the two teams were one and two. Lincoln, Michael, and uh, T-Corn are actually tied for last place this week in power rankings. I don't know how that happened, but, you know, it just happened, so... Uh, not nah, just kidding. I was joking. You guys did that last week, and it was funny. But you know, I was kind of curious to see where you guys would have put me. Um, you did actually rank me 14th, which I know you don't believe that because you know Adams in this league. So, <laughs> anyways, moving this on to the actual power rankings. Um, in 14th, uh, probably no surprise. We've got Adam again. I believe this is your third week in a row down here. Um, the worst record in the league, two and eight. Um, so not super great. Um, just, you know, injuries with bad luck uh, have combined to make your team the worst. So that is Adam at 8 or 14. You wish you were at 8, Adam. Ha. Nah, just kidding. You're good. Um, 13, we've got State Farm. Uh, 3 and 7 on the season. Um, didn't do very good at all this past week, as we just talked about. Um, actually, saying that, actually, it's not too bad. You would have beaten a couple teams, but... You know, didn't break 100, which isn't the best. 3-7, and seven, as I said, on the season. So we'll see if you can improve and finally break your, what, six-game losing streak. So that is State Farm at 13. Number 12, we've got Sam, also 3-7. and seven. He had a uh, pretty close uh, defeat there to Caleb. Um, not very high scoring, but, you know, that'll happen sometimes. So that's Sam at 12. Number 11, we've got Brian, who... Put up a lot of points this last week, but um, your record still isn't the best. Four and six on the season, um, and it's not going to get much easier this upcoming week, so you better hope you got to score a lot of points again. So, that is Brian at 11. Number 10, we've got Derek um, B. Collin, and uh, that one was a uh, decently close matchup. So, you know, eked away with the victory there. Not your highest performing week on the season. Um, so we'll see if you can do a, a bit better this upcoming week as you probably will need a bunch of points. So that is Derek at 10. Number 9, we've got Colin. Despite losing to Derek, I still think you have a better team. Some of your guys just did not perform, i.e. Daryl Henderson, who scored like 5 points, not even probably. 
So, um, going up against a solid opponent coming up there, uh, Colin, for you. So, we'll see if you guys can perform as they uh, are, are supposed to. And, uh, yeah, so that is Colin at 9. Number 8, we've got Michael, uh, 50 uh, uh, win percentage on the season. Uh, lost a close one to one of the best teams, if not the best team, in the league, Lincoln, that is. Uh, and uh, we'll see if your guys can come out and can do good this upcoming week, as your opponent actually isn't that great. So we probably don't even need to do that much. So that is Michael at 8. Number 7, we've got Bruce. Um had a pretty decent start to the season, if I remember correctly, but can kind of been falling off lately. Also, five and five, um, lost a uh, matchup to T-Corn this past week, and um, decently, cl- eh, well, actually, not really all that close. Um, difference of about twenty-two points. So, we'll see if you can bounce that back this week against a opponent that uh, could also use a win, which I'm sure you would like to win as well. So. Number six, we've got Fiala, also five and five. I think that's the most teams with the same record, maybe four and six, a bit more. But nonetheless, Fiala, um, you scored a lot of points this past week, but you went up against the second highest scoring team of the week. Um, and I believe you were the third highest scoring team of the week. So that's a rough one for you. Um, maybe you'll get a bit of a reprieve this upcoming week as you're facing the team that's got the longest win streak as of now. So, that is Fiala at 6. Number 5, I've got myself. I, um, cur- I'm currently, I believe, on a 6-game win streak. No, not 6. Like a 4-game win streak, so that's pretty cool. Um, defeated State Farm, as I mentioned earlier. And um, I'm going up against another opponent that I should probably win. So, we'll see if I can keep it going. So, that's me at 5. Number 4, we've got Caleb. Um, you beat uh, Sam this past week. <laughs> And it uh, was a low-scoring week for you, so we'll see if you can get things turned around, get a higher score um, as you're going up against a not-terrible team, but also not the best. So we'll see if, if you can do well. Moving us on to number three, we've got Abby. Um, you beat Adam last week, which, as I mentioned before, you really just had to start Diggs and Debo, and you would have done that, which is kind of crazy that two players on your team would have beaten Adam's entire team. So, um, going up this next week, you've got an opponent that is better, which isn't saying much, um, but uh, you would have beaten this opponent last week, too. Obviously, you would have beaten everybody. So, we'll see if you can perform like you did this past week and uh, get yourself another victory. Moving us on to number two, we've got Lincoln. Um, You beat Michael. And uh, it was not, I'm sure you were, you know, biting your nails up in this matchup because it was a fairly close one, uh, the closest on the week. Um, and you're going to need a lot more points, I think, uh, this upcoming week as you do go up against the best team in the league, probably. So uh, that is Lincoln at number two. Number one, we've got T-Corn uh, beat Bruce last week. It was a uh, not close matchup, as I mentioned before. And uh, let's just say that your upcoming matchup is probably just as important as Lincoln's upcoming matchup. So that is T-Corn at number one. So that'll do with the power rankings. Alrighty, moving us on to this week's matchups. First up, me versus Sam. I have to find a couple players. I need a new tight end and I need a new kicker um, as the Rams are on the bye this week. 
Speaking of, Sam's got the Rams defense, so he needs to find a new defense, and then Melvin Gordon's also on by. So I'm sure you'll just plug in Singletary or maybe Saquon if he comes back. Um, regardless, though, I think that I've got this one locked down, um, so I will be picking myself for this matchup. Moving us on to Fiala versus State Farm. This one, I think, will be much closer. Looking at it now, there does not seem to be any issues in terms of buys. State Farm is going to be implementing his new players, Cordero Patterson and Tyreek Hill. So I'm sure you're pretty excited about that. This matchup, as I said, I think it's going to be pretty close. But I think Fiala here is going to get the win. Um, so I'm going to be picking Fiala here. Also, State Farm got Kyler in there, but he might not play this week again, so hopefully we'll see what happens there. Um, so, moving us on to Abby versus Brian. Uh, Cooper Cup is on a bye. As I mentioned, the Rams are on a bye this week, so you got to deal with him. Probably plug in maybe Randall Cobb, or I guess you could put Debo in your wide receiver spot, and then you could pick any between Jordan Howard or Eno Benjamin, or uh, even Zach Ertz, if you so choose. And then on Brian's side, uh, he's got all of his guys in there, no one on by, not even his bench. So Brian's at full health for whatever that means for his team. Um, and I'm actually going to pick Brian here for the upset. Um, you know, I know Abby's just missing uh, Cooper Cup to buy, but then he's also got, she's got Aaron Jones, um, who will be missing this week as well. So... I think Brian can maybe get this done. I mean, last week he showed that he can score a lot of points despite being one of the worst record teams in the league. So uh, we'll see if Brian can get this upset victory and uh, and uh, make me look good. So moving us on to Michael versus Adam. Uh, defense from Michael is on by with Denver and Cortland Sutton who I'm sure you're actually kind of happy to take out of your lineup actually, after not doing super great this past week. Um, you will be, uh, you do have a San Francisco defense, and they've been doing really good lately. Uh, if you watched the game last night, they kind of messed up the Rams a bit. And then you do have Almon Ross St. Brown, who you, you just traded for. So you probably will put him in unless you pick up someone else. On Adam's side of the ball, we've got, uh, again, situation just like Brian, nobody on by. So... Adam's full team is there, which, again, <laughs> isn't really saying much, except for maybe it is this week. Um, I will be picking Adam here. Um, not the upset, obviously, because I picked Brian, but, uh, you know, I think he can maybe get a win here, so I'm picking Adam. Moving us on to Colin versus Caleb. As I mentioned before, the Rams are on a bye, and they've got probably the most fantasy-viable um players on their team uh quarterback matt stafford um from caleb's team and daryl henderson uh from collins team are both on by and uh looking at the rest of the game or the players here um odell beckham obviously also on by for collins team he's not in the lineup right now but he wasn't going to be anyway so uh colin will need to find a running back to plug in there he does have nick chubb on his bench so maybe he'll be healthy enough to play this week and Caleb will need to find a quarterback, but he does have Ben Roethlisberger, so maybe he'll be healthy enough to play this week. So, um, I think uh, this game is also going to be fairly close. Both teams are pretty similarly matched, but I will be picking Colin um, in this matchup. So, it could also be another candidate for an upset, but uh, again, use that on Brian. So, moving us on to the next matchup, and probably the most anticipated matchup, maybe of the season, definitely of this week, but... 
We've got Tikran versus Lincoln, the top two teams, the only two teams that have the best record of, uh, what is it, 8-2. and two. Over on Tikran's side, we've got uh, Javante Williams on by, Sony Michelle on by. Um, so he will need to find a, a uh, flex for Javante. Um, and on Lincoln's side, it looks like he's got everybody playing. Uh, another situation mm-hmm. where he's got nobody on by, even his bench. So um, I do think that uh, Lincoln here is going to get the win. Um, he's been on a crazy win streak, and I don't think it stops this week. Um, he's just got a roster full of solid players, and I think he's going to do it again. So Lincoln with the wins. Moving us on to the final matchup of the week. We've got Bruce versus Derek. Uh, Bruce actually currently is missing a couple players in his lineup. Uh, his flex is currently open, um, actually, but that's about it. And then on Derek's side, he needs a new quarterback. Teddy Bridgewater is on by, as so is Noah Fant and his kicker, Brandon McManus. So he'll need three players to fill in. And he does have Greg Zerline currently with COVID, uh, maybe on the COVID list for sure. But I'm going to pick Bruce here for my lock. You know, Derek had a decent week this past week, if I remember correctly. But uh, Bruce, you know, he maybe did as well. I don't remember. But I'm picking Bruce as my lock here. Um, I just think he's got some decent players that can come out and perform and then combine that with Derek's buy issues. Um, I think Bruce has got this one. So that is this week's matchups. Um, so, yeah. Alrighty, with that, um, that should bring us to the end of this episode. And uh, again, thanks to the boys last week for filling in. Um, maybe someone of you goes, someone else could fill in if I uh, miss another time, or you know, I just don't want to do it. So, you know, I was, I like doing it, but uh, you know, it was interesting to see an episode not involving me at all, which was, as I just said, interesting. And uh, yeah, so. With that, thank you, and thank you. All right, um, don't think I forgot. I'm going to be flipping on Adam again. I know how much you want a shotgun. So here we go, Adam. Ooh, nice bounce, but uh, did not stick the landing. And Lily likes beer, I guess.